three, two. All right, wait for it. Ready? Ready? Here it comes. One. And hello, everybody. Welcome to SEN After Live. I am Jay Wade, and holy shit, fuck Batman, if we got one today. That's right, guys. We are now on episode number 13. Lucky 13 or unlucky 13, however you want to look at it. And I know today's date is not the 13th, but it is Friday. It is our 13th episode, and it is the 31st. So if you reverse that, you get 13. So we're going to go with It's Friday the 13th. Welcome to the show. And uh, Caitlin's not able to be here this week, so we got Sean coming in to uh, help us out. How you doing, man? Boo! Boo! Wait, what? No, hi. How's it going? Yeah, dude, it's a good thing you're here. You haven't been on this show yet, so welcome, welcome. And uh, and then also, guys, very, very special guest. Uh, we got the one and only Saul in the house tonight. How you doing? Uh, hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Great. Uh, doing good here. Uh, I, I don't know. This is great. I, I've always wanted to talk to you since the first, t- since the, uh, the fucking dog got the bacon uh, phone call on Collider Live. As soon as that happened, I was, I was like, we got it. We got to try to find Saul and get him on the show. Um, so this is great. Um, I like how you but, find him. I like it. Like we have to find him. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, when, when, when it's a caller, you know, how yeah. how the hell am I going to find someone named Saul when that's all I have to work with? Believe me, I actually did go to Facebook and I typed in Saul and hit <laughs> enter. And then I just was like, dude, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> I, I got, let, me, let me tell you a little backstory about Jay. This is how persistent Jay Wade is. I am not on social media at all, right? I've never been on social media. Um, and Jay managed to find me on social media anyway. That is how good this man is. That's because that is fuck. Thinking about what I just said, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, yep. I, it, it just solid gold. I mean, uh, and I've been. I can't remember what kind of dog is it that got the fucking bacon. He's like a. Uh, he's a mixed breed. He's like a. He's like a miniature German Shepherd and some other fucking hound in there. And uh, yeah, I, I actually don't. I'm not entirely sure. And I'm just curious, uh, did you get him from time it was a pup or was it a rescue situation? Yeah, we rescued him. He was a, he was a puppy. And um, he's not even entirely mine. I got to tell you the secret. He's, he's, um, he's actually my sister's dog who I watch a lot. Oh, I see. Yeah. But, but he, he, likes the, he likes the guy time better, I'm sure, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, could, he could really be himself around me. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I had a dog too. The only dog I've ever had in my life, and I rescued her as well. She was a great dog. So yeah, a, a big dog lover. Um, but yeah, uh, want want to talk to you? Uh, get started here, and just uh, I if I remember correctly, you had found Christian through Jedi Council, correct? Yes, that is correct. I was um, I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan, and then um, I had some weird changes in my life the past year, a uh, couple years, and um. Uh, like YouTube is rel- I know I've always known what YouTube was, but like enjoying it as like an entertainment platform, like sitting down and watching it on my TV is very new to me. And like uh, in the lead up to Solo, I discovered Jedi Council. I remember thinking, Jesus Christ, they're doing a fucking they're doing Sports Center with Star Wars. <laughs> that was the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. And um, so I, I watched that every week. And then um, 
I started seeing some, a show getting recommended to me called Collider Live, and it was Christian's face on the thumbnails. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Jedi Council. Let's do this. And um, no knapsack, but I stuck around anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, knapsack is great. And you, you've just joined the Schmodown, uh, correct? So you'll be, you'll be able to meet, meet knapsack if you haven't already. Maybe even play him or something. Who knows what could happen, but... Uh, how exactly did you get involved in the Schmodown? Did you approach Christian or did he approach you? How did that go down, if you don't mind telling? Oh, no, that's just a bit for the air. I'm not actually on the Schmodown. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, we're just fucking around. No way. Are you, you for got real? drafted. Did I? Are you serious? You're full of shit. <laughs> did I got drafted? I thought that was just a whole fucking joke we were doing. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, like ninety percent of me is like Saul's fucking with me right now, but the other ten percent is okay. like he's fucking with me so good that I think he's serious here. I feel okay. like Roxy right now. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to fucking get on a plane a whole lot, aren't I? I'm not ready for this. I mean, what have I done? Um, <laughs> no, uh, no. I, yes, I'm very much excited about uh, making my debut. Hopefully, very soon. And, um, I got into it. I, I like, um, so look, I look, my whole life has been about, uh, it's my second greatest passion is movies. And I've been obsessed with them my entire life. And, um, I discovered star Wars. I was a movie fan as a kid. And then that's how I came to star Wars. A lot of people go, it's the other way around, but, um, just, I've been obsessed with movies, mostly classic movies, but, um, the idea that something like the Schmodown even exists is like, I almost feel like I manifested this out of my brain. Like you gotta be kidding me. And um, I did find Christian first and then the Schmodown. But once I saw it, I was like, this is, is this a joke? Like, I thought I was being pranked. Like, I, I was like, there can't be a real competition where I get to talk about fucking movies. Like, you got to be – because I've, uh, I've actually – I've taken the test to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, uh, the, the movie edition and the regular edition. I, I, I've passed it like five times, but I've never been on the show. And um, oh. so um, it's very, very exciting. And uh, I, um, I asked Christian to be on the Schmodown. Um, oh, I went to him. Nice. Um, I want to, uh, I'm very proud of, uh, the fact that Christian went out of his way to say, Hey, we're going to bring Saul over to SEN when he left Collider live. Like I was, I was blown away by that. The mm-hmm. fact that he made it, you know, he made it known. He announced it on the air more than once. Like I, like I can't like that type of shit like that goes a long way with someone like me. And, um, so I thought a, a way I could, um, what I want to do is I want to, I, 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 I this is goofy, but I, I take it seriously. Like I kind of take it seriously that I have an opportunity to be a part of someone's afternoon and make them laugh a little bit, even though it's only for a minute or two. And I thought one of the best ways I could be uh, a greater way I could be a part of the show is maybe if I, if I joined the Schmodown, um, the only thing that was stopping me is the logistics. I live 4,000 miles away. And, and then, but I thought this was an opportunity. The season was coming up. The draft was coming up. Um, I thought this is I, I gotta fucking I gotta take a plunge here, man. I gotta take a, I gotta take my shot. What was the process like of actually, like you went to him and you said you wanted to be in the schmodown, but like what did what did he make you do after that? It's a rigorous physical, <laughs> an obstacle course. Uh, there was turn your head and cough. A lot of he that. Make, he makes you stand. There was, there was too much of that. I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, I coughed like 40, 50 times. Talking to I don't know. As laugh. long as a glove was worn, that's all that matters. And then they he, brought other, he brought other people in. They were doing it. It was a fucking, I don't know. They filmed did, it. I don't know what was going on over there at that fucking studio. But. Did, they, did he make you stand around for a couple hours like Bibiani at the free-for-all? 
Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't do that. That wasn't. I, okay, here, here, Harlow fucking pulled the fast one on me. I was like, I was like, what, I, it took me like a week to ask. Like, uh-huh. I was really like, I really wanted to be a part of the Schmodown. I wanted to listen. The minute I saw the Schmodown, I'm like, how the yeah. fuck do I get into this? But um, it took me like a, like when I finally decided like I'm gonna make this happen. It took me like a week to finally muster up the guts to uh, to uh, I think I called them or texted them. And I thought what was the response I thought I was going to get because he had actually mentioned on the air once um, if if Saul ever shows up in L.A. we're putting a camera on him for the Schmodown. <laughs> he just he just I forget yeah. I, I don't remember the contact. There was a call I made a call and then I hung up and he said that and I'm like oh wow that's that that was really that that kind of blew me away. So I thought like I had, there's a good chance that I would do something. I thought he would have me play some sort of goof match, like some sort of like, like I didn't think it'd be like a like a real like I'd really be in it. Like I thought he'd maybe give me some match where I play maybe Brett or someone else on the show, or uh, like a theme match that was just kind of like a joke. And then I was kind of hoping in that uh, if I got that opportunity that I would do so well in it that maybe he would understand I could play it for real. So like I had this whole fucking plan mapped out that I thought it would take like like a year and a half to finally get in. And so I'm asking him, I'm like, look, I'm, I want in. And he's like, yeah, okay. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Awesome. He's like, yeah, I'm putting you in the draft. <laughs> see, you, see you in the New Year. Yeah, like, oh, there you go. Here we go. I'm in. That is so I'm pretty, great. So I'm pretty. I'm the. I mean, never mind the dog that got the bacon. I'm pretty much the dog that got the fire truck. Like I really. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I'd have time. I thought like, yeah, no one will. You know, like, it doesn't matter if I do good or not. Because if I fucking suck, then it's a joke. It's like, oh yeah, Saul <laughs> played in the Schmodown at one time, and then like, you know, oh. I, I could make it funny, but like, nope, I'm I'm, a, I'm on a team now. And <laughs> there's expectations, which. You know, <laughs> yeah. So. Hell yeah. Um, I, I got a question. It's kind of a double question here. Um, as a fan, who is your favorite or maybe your top couple, two or three favorite competitors? And as a new competitor, who is someone that you're looking forward to playing? Uh, my favorite players are Josh McCuga, Josh McCuga, and MO5. Oh, those are my nice. top three right there. And, um, I'm looking for, I mean, like, there's no one I'm not looking forward to. Like, I am, I am like, I'm, I'm, I have, I got notes on just about everybody. And I'm an inner geekdom player for the record. Okay, um, yeah. I think it's been mentioned by Christian. Yeah. And um, I'm an inner geekdom player. And like, I got notes on everyone in IG. I got like a, I got a notebook mm-hmm. that is just about filled with, 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 uh, on everybody. And I can't wait to mix it up with some of these motherfuckers. Like, I cannot wait. Like, some of these people were fucking, I was born to play like, mm-hmm. and um, there's people I'm, there's some people I'm like, this person's going to be tricky here. This person, you know, I'm not going to be able to get to, but I, if you name, name anybody in IG, just name anybody in IG. Um, currently or newly. Uh, Helen Damon. <laughs> oh. Can't wait. Cannot wait to go with Damon. Damon is the fucking Damon is actually secretly the best player in Schmodown. And it's, he doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough credit, and to be able to be challenged like that by someone like him—that's so exciting for me. Like just the way I see life, just like uh-huh. yeah. to have an opportunity to go against someone who is who is that is already so proven and is so fucking dumb. He is such a bad motherfucker on that table. To be able to go in there and stare him down and mix it up with him—I cannot. I, I would love. Uh, I would love that. So, I'm sure you can't actually say any names. So I'm not asking you to say any names, but. Has, has, have there been people thrown around for your debut match? Yeah. Like uh, for you to play against there has? Okay. Yeah. 
how's the how has it been scheduled yet? Do you know an actual date? I know a month. So I don't know a date. Okay. All right. Yeah. It um, oh, it just left my head. It was right on the tip of my tongue, and it just left my head. So you're obvious. Did you expect to get drafted? Like even by even by Kate? Was that even like a thought in your head? Well, I wasn't not drafted even by, by even not. Yeah, you were traded, right? Yeah, I was drafted by Kaiser. That's Kaiser, did you expect? Was that like the last person you expected to draft you, Kaiser? Because I feel like that might be the last person that I would expect. No, in a lot of ways, it's the most Makes obvious sense. choice. It's the one that like it almost seemed fake. Like people, like I, I, I'm coming off a weekend where I got to hang out with a lot of, with, look, the, the Schmoverse, as I call it, is a very special place, but it's all done online. It's all done in chat rooms and you listen to the podcast, you listen to the, the show on YouTube and you don't get to interact with these people in real life. And then this past weekend, I got to interact with hundreds and hundreds of people because the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Schmodown and SEN were both here in New York this past week. Mm-hmm. And, um, there are people who, um, when I, I love meeting people. Everyone has really great conspiracy theories. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's becoming my new favorite hobby when I go to a live event. Is like, um, like the first time I started meeting people, everyone was certain that Cody Hall and I were old friends, and that is how I kept getting through to Collider Live. Um, is it true? No, I'm fucking, I've, met, I've met Cody two times, and uh, he's a great. I wish I, I fucking Cody and I would be great friends. I can see it now. Um, but um, I can get into how I got through the Collider Live. It's really – it's kind of disappointing when you find out. But um, no, the, the Kaiser choice is like the obvious choice. Like someone came – two people came up to me independent of each other this weekend and said, Kaiser drafting you, it's almost seemed fake because it seemed too perfect. And I'm like, all right, but like it's not fake. Like it just, it just <laughs> happened to be – you know, it doesn't – like not everything's got to be fucking an Alex Jones situation. Uh, you know, like yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that just, that hit me, man. I love that. <laughs> that was a great reference. Mm-hmm. So, like, now Kaiser picking me is, like, it's almost too perfect. Like, it, it's almost like there's no dichotomy there. There's no, like, there's no difference in, um, it's almost like the, it's like, there's, where does one end and one, the other one begin? Um, but um, to, to go back to answer your question, uh, I did not think I was going to be drafted at all. I kind of... Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited to be in the draft. I was fucking blown away yeah. to be in the draft. But um, when we got closer, closer and closer, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. And um, uh, I kind of thought like, um, because we lost a manager. I, look, mm-hmm. I had a wish list of managers that I wanted to take me. I, I had a wish list. Mm-hmm. And um, in no particular order, it was Jay Washington, Emma Fife, and then someone else. And, um, so Jay drops out. I'm like, fuck, uh-huh. I could have done some great stuff with Jay. I think – I don't know Jay, but I think our personalities would have worked well together. Plus we have things in common that not a lot of yeah. people know about. I think Jay and I would have been great together. And then um, Emma Fife is Emma Fife, so that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus I heard she's single, so I am thought, oh, maybe if I anyway, – um, There you go. <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. Um now so, you yeah. know, now you know. <laughs> so Jay drops out, then Emma drops out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's not going to be – and like I'm in my, in, in, in my head, I'm like, there's too many veterans. No one's going to take a chance on a guy who, who has got no tape. Like I, no one 
I, I, some people might know me from the show, but like no one knows what the fuck I know about a movie. And, um, so I thought after he lost two managers, I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm I, like, there's just not going to be, there's too many veterans and no one's gonna take a chance on a rookie. Maybe I, and then like, I started thinking about my other plan that I mentioned. I'm like, well, maybe I can, as a free agent, I can go out there once. And if I really knock it out of the park, maybe I'll get signed. So then again, I'm thinking like that. And then I get the call on dra- And then, Oh, actually, uh, I don't think Christian's told this on the air, but I, I sent Christian this huge text message the night of the draft. Cause I didn't know the draft was two nights. Okay. And uh, this whole, like, oh, thank you for the opportunity. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's bummed out. It's put me in for the 2021 draft. And the next morning, he's like, you know, there's two days, right, you jackass? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, no, I didn't know there was two days. People are telling me, like, someone online told, like, told me, like, yeah, you didn't get drafted. It's fucking done. You're, it's, you're through. And I was like, oh, all right. I didn't get drafted. So not having social media sometimes you know, kicks me in the ass. Most of the time it doesn't. But um <laughs> So the next day I get, I got a phone call from, from Kaiser oh. and he's like, uh, I was like, dude, what's your fucking deal? I'm like, what? Well, he's, he's like, he's like, you live, where do you live? I'm like, I live far away. He's like, well, how are you going to play? I'm like, it's called airplanes, dickhead. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then it clicked, like, right? <laughs> and then right there, that's when he fell in love with me. That's yeah. when he knew I was the man for him. <laughs> and, um, so he goes ahead and drafts me and I'm fucking ecstatic. I really am. Um, he told me some other things. He's like, he's like, look, if I don't draft you right now, this, this blew me away too. He's like, look, if I don't take you right now, you're not going to be there in the next round. Mm-hmm. Go, what are you talking about? And he, he named some, I don't want to, for competitive reasons, I don't want to name, but he named the manager right. and said, this mm-hmm. manager is going to take you if I don't take you. And I fucking picked my jaw off the floor and I was like, all right, well, I guess you better take me then. <laughs> and um, so he takes me and it didn't, I don't even know why I should have mentioned this, but like it was, he was literally, he called me while he was on the clock. Oh, wow. There was sort of like a hurry up sort of um, tone to the conversation. So he picks me, it gets announced and um, I call him back and I go, John, I don't think I mentioned that I'm an IG player. Oh, okay. And I, um, cause I, I managed to, uh, my cousin sent me his, 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 uh, his team up to that point after the fact. And I'm like, He's he, he one and two IG, and so and then he's got me. I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck! I wonder if he, you know, I wonder if he knew that, or if he's, or is he just going to be Team IG? I don't know. Yeah. And um, so I called him, and he did not know. I thought maybe, I thought maybe Christian or someone would have told him. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, I shouldn't have made that assumption, I suppose. And um, he was bummed out. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin Smets was totally relieved, but he was bummed out. Um, <laughs> Smets was worried, right? Smets, Smets was... was fucking. Yeah, petrified when he found yeah. out. The fucking guy was falling apart. Yeah, I felt bad how how bad he took it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Kevin Smith, by the way. Um, he's great. Uh, I got to I got to meet him this weekend. Finally, actually, we 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 got along very well from the very brief exchange we had. But um, so anyway, so I'm like, listen, the draft is still going on. Trade me, just just. Get you know like do make make I'm, I feel bad I feel like I cost you I feel like I fucked your draft over he's like no 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 you didn't do that he goes I'll let you know in a few minutes and then he hangs up and um, I should have mentioned some teams I maybe wanted to play for but I didn't and um, mm-hmm. I got a call I got a, I got a message back saying hey bro you're on the den Kate Mulligan and I was like oh I almost <laughs> fell to a knee I couldn't I could not have been happy <laughs> wow. that's yeah. great I could not have written that any better. 
then it happened. Like literally it's like, I feel like I'm on, like, I, like I'm, a, I'm a New York Giants fan like my whole life. I grew up 20 minutes away from Giants Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in the NFL draft and I just wanted to play, right? I just mm-hmm. want, I'll play for any team, just please, for the opportunity. I'll fucking do anything for anybody. And then to find out, like, I got drafted by like the home team. Yeah. That was like, I I could not believe how lucky I was. And then uh, I asked him, what did you trade me for? And he's like, oh, just an eighth round pick. And I'm like, fucking, you got hosed, man. You should have got a lot more. (laughs) Um, And, um, and uh, yeah, I could, again, this could not have worked out any better. I'm going to fuck. I can't, I'm so happy to play for Kate. I'm so happy to be a part of the den. And um, yeah, it's going to be a great year. Well, um, speaking of Kate, I wanted to ask, uh, do you have any inside info as far as her accent, whether or not she's going to keep it or drop it? Because she used it at the draft. Then I noticed at the live event in uh, in Brooklyn, she didn't have it. Then on today's episode, they asked her to do a bit with, with Brett and uh, with Brett as the manager of the den. And she was doing the accent. So I'm just, I was wondering if you could give us, have you talked to her about that at all? Do you know anything about that? Uh, I, I've been very lucky this past week. I have been talking to Kate a lot. More. I got to, uh, I sat next to her at the Brooklyn event the whole night. Mm-hmm. And that was great. I got to see her do stand up. She fucking killed at the New York comedy club last week. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting to know Kate more. And, um, but uh, whatever the queen wants, the queen gets. All right. So if she wants the accent, I'm with the accent. If she doesn't want it, then I'm, I support her. But uh, I kind, I kind of dig the accent. I think I do too. I think yeah. it was said that the reason she didn't use it in the interview was because she wasn't acting as the manager of the den. At that, oh, I see. At that point. That's true. So, she wasn't officially and yeah. under management duties. So yeah, she was that doing something else. So how how was that live event? Uh, you know, I mean. From a from from a fan standpoint, I've not been to any yet. Um, my co-host here, Kalen, has already got tickets for the Atlanta show, and holy shit, that's going to be a great <laughs> fucking night for them. But uh, I'm definitely going to be looking to head into Chicago uh, for that live event. But, I mean, what is it like at one of these events? Because you hear Christian talk about uh, uh, how, how hyped it gets, and – you watch it and you can see that it's and hear that it's rowdy and exciting, but it's got to be completely different being there, but not just a live event, but how was this experience at this, this most recent live event and what are your takes on the matches and everything? It was pretty calm. It was kind of like a, like a golf match. No one really said much. Everyone was well behaved. Yeah. Everyone was well, well behaved. No one was chanting anything at anybody or anything or, <laughs> No, it's a fuck. This was a fucking zoo. This was the Brooklyn Zoo, <laughs> and um, it keeps getting like uh, last. Year, I, the first event I got to go to, I was lucky enough to go to the Upper West Side show in Manhattan last summer. Uh, that was a great event. Everyone was into it. Uh, then I was at Spectacular in December in Los Angeles, and that was again the crowd was it was a little more like there was a there's a little more veracity to them. And then this fucking place was just a zoo. These 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 people wanted to. Be fucking heard and they were and it was it was it was really like i i felt like i was on stage like the adrenaline was getting to me so much like just from the crowd it it felt like like this is like i get it like the whole sporting event aspect that that that's what i felt and it just keeps getting every time i go to a show it keeps getting bigger and better and it was it's a cliche but it was electric it was fucking wonderful and the matches were great the mat dude we had two 
world-class matches. Yeah. And yeah. Um, can we talk about them yet? What, what's the deal? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, that, the, the fucking the, – the three-way was like – it was it was dramatic. It was like mm. a um, – oh, you know what? I got to change room for a second real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, the, the three-way was fantastic, and, and I thought the challenges – it felt like it, it felt like a fucking movie, like with the, yeah. and 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 and, uh, and and I I could not have been happier. It was a fantastic live event. Just they keep trending up. This whole the whole thing keeps trending up, and I'm just really I really am very lucky that I get to be a part of it. In a small. So, uh, I'm gonna try to get to the next time. Next time it's in New York, I'm gonna try to go. I'm like a, I'm in Maryland, so it's a it's a train hey, rider. I'm- it's not too far, but you you bring up uh, you bring up the challenges and the challenges. I thought my head was going to explode. It took me like I had to figure out what was going on. I was yeah. watching live, uh, but so I I was a little confused about the challenges because I was under the assumption that the new way that the managers worked were that the managers like the the players could could suggest a challenge, but the manager had to put it forward. And so I was confused when Bibiani made the stupid challenge. I love Bibiani, but that was a dumb challenge on the on the whole Lord versus Sir or whatever. When he put that challenge forward, I I thought Koi would have had to confirm it first before it could have been a wasted challenge. But it didn't seem like Koi confirmed it, but Christian still said that the challenge was wasted. Do you know? Can the players just put forward a challenge and does that count? Or does the manager have to confirm it? I was under the same assumption you were it would appear from what i've seen that that is actually the case that the player can challenge it yeah. i don't i i'm gonna actually i'm gonna i have a lot of rules questions that i'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. need to clear up before uh i get on the desk but um as it is right now I, that's what i that's what i saw i didn't see koi involved in that at all so I, as of right now i'm just assuming that a player can challenge something like that yeah because that's what i was watching and i thought the challenge I, i'm i was rooting for uh bibiani and the kid uh and I, I thought the first challenge was like, all right, good job. And then this one came up and I I heard him challenge yeah, it and yeah. I was like, okay, this is, I think you're going a little far in this one. But I, I I didn't agree with the challenge. But then when Christian said that that was now a wasted challenge, I was like, hang on a second. I don't, does that, I, that didn't track for me. Wait, did you have that thought process at all while watching? No, no, that, that first in this, I've been riled up about this all fucking week, man. Um, that first challenge, I really don't understand this. Um, uh, but that first challenge was a terror. Okay, let 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 me just calm down here for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Saul, let me get your opinion on this. This is how I feel about the first challenge. It was stated that because Bibbs and the kid are teammates, that they could not play as teammates. That they they couldn't help each other. They had to play as single competitors. But Bibbs even said when he challenged that, it wasn't even his question that he challenged. And when he challenged it, he even said, uh, he even said, let's challenge it for the kid. Let's challenge it for him. He said right there that he wants to help his teammates. And I'm sitting there yelling at the TV like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Um, I... My opinion is that that challenge should not have even been allowed to occur because it was teammate helping a teammate. How do you feel about that, Saul? Did that thought ever come through your head? And if not, now that I bring it up, does it? 
Um, no, that, that thought did not enter my head. I know, I know they're not playing as a team, but who's to say that I can't act in someone else's best interest? Like, I mean, there's no rule against that. Yeah. If I want to try to help someone on the desk who happens to be my teammate, you know, there's no rule. That, that's not playing as a team. That's just, you know, that's just me making a choice on my own. That's him being, you know, he was trying to be selfless there. And, and um, it didn't, listen, none of the challenges bothered me. I love. Okay. I thought it. I thought it led to the drama of the moment, which was very, which was in and on itself, it very, very yeah. high. It, it, without the challenges, it was a very dramatic match. But with the challenges, it was. I don't know. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Fucking schmoder. Yeah, I can't imagine like being there because even watching from a computer screen. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, what's going on? But to actually see, like, you know, Ben Bateman rushing on stage and all that, I can't imagine what that must have uh, been like. <laughs> when, when I saw Bateman at the stage, I fucking lost it. I'm like, this is, fucking, <laughs> this is, this is better than WrestleMania. This is awesome. It was. And just, I'm, I'm actually like, Bateman's winning me over just as a player, yeah. like a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't there. Like, I really wasn't there on the guy. Uh, there, there's a guy who's rewriting his whole history, mm-hmm. and it's, it's exciting to really watch. Um, it's exciting to watch Bateman now because as a, as a guy who's been playing, who has been, you know, competitive his whole life and has been in competition his whole, you know, since childhood, I, I thrive on competition. I really like it. I get, mm-hmm. a, you know, and, um, um, not to get too much into me, but, uh, <laughs> to see, like, to see someone call their shot like this and then become the guy. I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I always root for like first round draft picks every year in the NFL and the NBA, I always root for them. I always want like the system to work. Like I always want to be like, okay. yes, it does. You can, if you do pay attention to these attributes and you get out there and you excel, you can get, you are, you, that's how you be the best. Like I love, like it, it's a confirmation thing. And Ben figuring out this way to get to the top of the mountain and then fucking doing it is really becoming a cool story. And, um, I would really, I'm really looking forward to this match uh, with him. And yeah, I think, I think everyone is. I think that's a, uh, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty highly anticipated match. It's, when, you know, it, I don't, I don't mean to hijack the interview here, no, but like, no. no, you're fine. Have you guys thought about like, because this whole season is about the new era, right? There's a whole new <laughs> era in Schmodown. And in a lot of ways, this will be the first I could see how this is going to be the first season in a new of how this Schmodown is going to be a new way. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's kind of like when I'm not sure if you're wrestling fans, but when Austin beat Michaels and brought in the attitude era, like that's a WWF reference for, uh, all <laughs> yeah. the, for, for all the cool kids. Um, but if, if Bateman goes down at a live event and fucking takes out Merle and walks out, still the champion, like the whole history of the Schmodown is rewritten, and like because Merle is the goat. Every yeah. like matter most people matter of factly go well. It's Merle, but if it's if Bateman, if Bateman when he needs to most comes through yet a fucking again. If he does what he did in December again, we are in a whole new universe. Because again, if Merle wins, and he can win, and he might win. It it just confirms what we already know, and yeah. the Schmodown sort of, and it, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it kind of confirms. It sort of just confirms certain things. But if Bateman can do this, if Bateman can let this fucking crazy ride of his keep going, oh, that's exciting to think about for me as a fan. That's really exciting to think about. 
Yeah. I agree. And if Bateman loses, Finstock will never hear the end of picking him first <laughs> in in the draft. If no. if Merle takes out Bateman, Finstock will never hear the end of that. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking that's a fucking house of cards over there, isn't it? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Fin, Finstock has a team. And inside of his team, he's got another team. Yeah. And inside yeah. that team, there's too many teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna go perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, I- something I really want to see. Uh, speaking of Bateman, uh, next season, I really, really want him to be a manager player, a player manager. Uh, I think that would just be fucking amazing to see. I think we already have seen it. <laughs> I think it's yeah. already occurred. <laughs> and I mean that in a great way. And, and that's great, by the way. I think I have no I would have no objections to that at all. So as for the other match, uh <laughs> guy versus <laughs> Burnett. Uh I did not expect Burnett to get so close. I don't think there's a person on the planet who thought <laughs> that, that yeah. match was gonna yeah. be that close, including yeah. Burnett. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I was ready for like like, I don't want to say there's no such thing as a squash match in the Schmodown. Like that's not a no. real thing. Um, but like I was ready for like the next thing, next whatever whatever our version of a squash match is. Like I was ready for like guy to be ripping Burnett apart the entire match while he's clowning him. Yeah, that that was my expectation, and that expectation was not met. And um, wow, that was in, yeah. in a lot of ways. The, the, the main event was more dramatic, but this match was more interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I wasn't a big fan of uh, of either Bateman or Andrew Guy, but when we first started, uh, when we first <laughs> took over the Collider Live after show from our producer, Josh, here, uh, he handed it to Sean and Mike and I, and Sean convinced me. And I I started to like Andrew Guy first. As, as a heel, I started to be like, man, I really like this guy. He's awesome. And then Bateman just, he's won me over because of his competitiveness and how he's, how he's grown. But, yeah, the, every time Guy is on screen, I'm just, I'm very happy. He is so damn good in that role. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah they're, I, they're, oh, I'm sorry. No, gotcha. no, no, go Saul. People want to hear what you say much more. <laughs> uh, well, that's nice of you to say. I'm not sure if it's true, but um, yeah, no, I, it, it's hard uh, when you get, I've gotten to know them a little bit. I've met them. They were very nice to me. Um, they did something for me that I didn't expect. They, uh, they put me on one of their live streams one night. Oh, um, wow. Oh, the wow, night, yeah. the night of, or the night after, the night after spectacular. They put me on. They were doing a live stream in L.A., and they put me on it. And that was they didn't have to do that. And that was uh, I was very very kind of them. very. Um, I'm very I'm very appreciative that they, they they did that for me. It's not my finest hour, but uh, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little uh, uh, taken aback. But um, they've been nothing but great to me. And um, it, it as a character. Bateman has kind of is starting to win me over. Like I'm starting to get it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I wish he wouldn't blow kisses the camera, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but who am I to say who, who anybody should do anything? You know. Um, but guy's a great guy, and well, that's all right. That's a good thing to say. Um, <laughs> Andrew's a great guy. I guess I should say. Um, they're they're a lot of fun to hang out with personally as well. They've been very courteous and. Uh, it's not hard for me to see why why they're uh, succeeding so well, so succeeding so much in, in this uh, this space. 
So for sure. I, I am going to derail the conversation for a second because Saul, you brought up live streams. So you have to ask, uh, you, uh, you, 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 uh, you have a back and forth with Roxy in her live stream, huh? Who? <laughs> uh, I, Roxanne Stryer. Rox, I, I think, think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did at one point. Um, I no longer. Oh, well, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear. Okay. Listen to me. Roxy really is a rock star. She is a she she is a fucking samurai woman. Um and I have nothing but respect for Roxy. Um she's going through a lot right now. Like mm-hmm. shit that I don't know that I could take. Uh and uh she's just fucking she's just a warrior. She just keeps slugging on. Roxy and I don't always see eye to eye, but she's that doesn't make uh, either of us bad people. And uh I am a big Roxy Stryer fan, and if people don't understand that, they should. And um that's really all I want to say about Roxy. Okay. Excellent. Sounds good. And uh, on that note, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick promo break to listen to some other. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause <laughs> to listen to some other <laughs> other promos for some other shows that that we put on here. At, some promos <laughs> yeah, uh, for some other shows that we put on here at Merc with the Movie Blog. I didn't butcher that at all. We'll be right back, guys. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey guys, be sure and check out those shows, and uh, we got some other stuff too. Uh, uh, not just those shows. There's some other stuff you can check out, but uh, be sure and check those out for sure. Give us all the support you can. Um, now let's let's uh, shift a little bit away from the schmodown, get into some SEN live stuff. Uh, Saul, with this transition into SEN live, uh, away from Collider live. What what are your thoughts so far on on the shows? It's pro- progress, uh, it's progress up to now, rather. And uh, what are maybe some of your favorite moments? Anything that stood out to you? Um, well, I feel like the show was already achieving a lot more in that first week or two. Like there was like an excitement that the show kind of. Uh, I mean, they took off like a rocket. I think right from the beginning, right in November. Um, even even like the shows Christian was doing just fucking around like while he was still at Collider Live like there was a there was an excitement to it and that um 
like a like like and that's what I there was a different energy and a different tone that I noticed right away and I was bummed out that I couldn't be a part of it uh, sooner but uh, that was only for technical issues and um uh and I think it's uh it's funnier it's a funnier show than the um from the not not the collateral wasn't collateral live wasn't funny um but it's uh I'm just it's so fun to watch that it's uh it it keeps I don't want to say changing or it's there's like this interesting kind of growth every sort of few weeks. It sort of like resets and is better in a way that I couldn't have imagined a week or two before, like you needed to get better in. And, um, it's a lot of fun. And, um, my favorite moments, um, Hmm. I know uh, there was, uh, I liked, uh, Kaiser. The first time Kaiser was in there, that was a great episode. That was really like, I sent. I think I sent a note to Christian saying, "Jesus Christ, I can't stop laughing." Um, <laughs> I used to love the Schmobot until I fucking had to throw down with it a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> fucking Schmobot sucks. Um, but um, yeah, the Kaiser's first appearance is very good, and uh, I don't. It's it's hard to. It's it, it's moving so quickly and so well and so flawlessly. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to pick like a one moment. It, it, it's um. And anytime uh, the queen herself, Kate, opens her mouth, that's my favorite. Moment. Yeah, <laughs> she is so great. We uh, we had the we had the pleasure of having her on uh, after live when Collider Live was still going on, and she was just so great. Um, she was extremely gracious with her time. Extremely gracious. Um, you know, she she only had about twenty twenty five minutes. It took about that long to get her audio to, to work. We were having some of the same issues we had with you earlier. And after that 20 minutes of getting the audio going, she she stuck with us for about 45, 50 minutes after that. And and just, she yeah, uh, she's extremely funny. Um, and... You you said you saw her stand up. I would I oh I I would love to see her do stand up, and I hope she keeps that up and does it more. Um, but you also went to the the live SEN live recording uh, the night before on that Friday, didn't you? With Matt Sarah on there. Yeah, I was there. But now, how was that being? I mean, because you're not in a studio, but in a way, you're in the studio while they're recording this show. I, I mean, I can't imagine how electrifying that vibe was in there. Yeah, it was great. The whole the whole weekend was fantastic. It's so um, I'm just shocked at how like um, there's this overwhelming positivity to this whole space that um, I'm not used to. I guess <laughs> and, um, and um, yeah, that 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 sort of fuels a lot of the energy in the room, and and that was that that was. That was a special one. That was a very special one. That might be my favorite moment, actually, um, the live show. Uh, it was like it, it was frenetic. It felt like it felt like watching an improv show, but it felt like it, it was felt like everyone was firing in all cylinders, and 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 and, and it, they could have fucking done it for four more hours. I don't think anyone <laughs> even noticed, or com- let alone complained. Like it, it was fucking fantastic time, man. No, how we could hear, we couldn't see the audience, but we could hear the laughter and some of the no when Matt Sarah just completely spoiled Knives Out, at least as much as he <laughs> saw of it. Um, what was, was 
the vibe in there, more people who the people who hadn't seen it yet and were being spoiled. Do you think that they were giving off a vibe that was more okay? I don't care because this is funny, or were there people who were actually mad about that? All right, I'm going to shoot straight with you. I don't have a fucking like clue because he started spoiling the movie, and I literally beelined it to the door. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I muted I would have it. Done the same goddamn thing. I beelined it to the door. I'm looking for. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that flick. I literally go to. I literally watch movie. I have to watch. I since the. Since I got back from L.A. in early December, I, I literally every single night I'm doing at least two flicks a night for uh-huh. IG. So, like, um, I haven't seen a movie. Yeah. Exception to Rise of Skywalker. I haven't seen a movie in the past uh, two months without a notebook in my hand. <laughs> and um, so I just can't get I, like I literally it's like, oh, I should go see Knives Out. But, oh, you know, I should also watch The Shadow. With <laughs> so there's been a lot. So I just haven't been able to theater which uh which is a shame because i like to see every film that's nominated for best picture before mm-hmm. the oscars this might be the first year in a long time i don't do that but um I, I'm, I'm gonna see it eventually and I, I i i fucking hate spoilers and um <laughs> so i literally ran out of the club i <laughs> believe i'm about 99 percent sure it comes out next friday on digital okay that's great i saw it twice in theaters and i've been counting down the days until i could watch it again so is it still uh, is, it, is it still in still theaters play. still playing I prefer to see everything in theaters, like it, everything. I think it's still playing. I think it's still playing. At least it's playing here. Uh, uh, I keep seeing that it's outpacing Rise of Skywalker, so I think that it's... Uh... That's, kind of, that's kind of funny. <laughs> still doesn't make The Last Jedi good. <laughs> but it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respectfully agree with my man Jay here. Oh, well. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. You're not a bad person for liking Last Jedi. It's well, just, no, you. not at all. Not at you all. Should, Misguided, perhaps, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you should expect more, but. <laughs> Knives Out is very good, though. Even not talking about Last Jedi. Knives Out, I very much enjoyed it. I'm sure it is. Uh, Ryan Johnson made a movie uh, called Brick. It was his first feature. Oh, it's, I'm Brick. not joking. It's probably in my personal top ten. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. fantastic. He wrote. Um, it has highly stylized dialogue. It's a, it's oh, a yeah. film. It's a it's a film noir that takes place in a 21st century high school. It's oh, a, it's so cool! It's so good. Wow. It's fucking fantastic. And yet, Last Jedi really underachieves. Both those things are true. What do you think of Looper? Looper was okay. Looper was Looper. okay. And like it, oh, it, it okay. doesn't uh, it doesn't it doesn't move the needle for me quite like Brick. But okay. it's not bad. It's not like I can't get angry over it. Yeah. Like I can't have another is movie Looper made. the one where Darth Vader is jumping around the world, running from uh, running from the bad motherfucker in uh, Pulp Fiction? I think that's no, Jumper. that's Jumper. Looper is with um, uh, uh, Third Rock from the Sun and Bruce Willis. Oh, that's yeah, right, that's right. And he's sent back. Yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. That that was a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, that wasn't bad. See, I'm trying to put like any Schmodown competitor that's listening to this. <laughs> I specifically didn't say Levitt's name because I want them oh. to think, oh, he doesn't know things. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Someone curveballs at everybody. Yeah, until you just said his name to let us know that you didn't know his name. <laughs> well, listen, Jay, it's a fucking delicate, it's a delicate balance, all right? I gotta... <laughs> um, what, uh, what, do you, what do you think about, um, see, there it did it again. Uh, it... <laughs> 
Sean knows this. Sometimes I, I'm, I'm having such a good time. I think about, I'm still thinking about the last thing that happened and I completely <laughs> forget because I start talking about the next thing before I'm done thinking about the last thing. And it just happened again. So, yeah. What, okay, so Saul, how about this? Uh, going <laughs> the, the great, the great show notes that were provided to me two minutes before we started. Um, what do you think of the whole controversy surrounding uh, Ben Goddard and the, the nickname and the the, oh, the, bagel, yes. the bandit or the bagel bandit? Something like that is what they're going to go with now. How about I got a nickname for? It and no oh, one's here even, we go. You ready? Yeah. It's I call him Ben. Oh. Because that's his name. I don't. I, I got. I have a weird hang up. Like, I'm a. I'm a guy who's done martial arts for a lot of years, and I'm a very assertive guy. I'm not aggressive though. I'm definitely never a bully. And Ben has made it very clear that this ain't cool. And if okay. and if it's not cool, it's not cool. And uh, I think I. I don't know if I called him Bagel Boy or not. I might have. Um, but it did. It it has sort of gotten. It got a little mobbish. Like it got a yeah. little like it got a yeah. little real. Yeah. And like normally I tell you what, normally I just want to say, hey man, you know, we're all in the circus. You can't complain about the elephant shit, all right? Yeah. You know, it but it it, it got strange with this nickname and it, it's not his fault entirely. And uh Ben is a teammate of mine now. Yeah. So uh I'm going to have his back no matter what. I am I am loyal to a fault. Um so I don't. So basically, I, I, I'm with what how he wants this to be interpreted. I'm going to interpret it out of respect for the guy. Yeah. He's a good dude. I met him. Uh, I got to meet him this weekend uh, again. Actually, I actually we've actually met twice. Uh, we met in a bathroom and in L.A. And then we we actually hung out a little bit uh, over the weekend. And look, he, he, he you know, what? I don't. I I I see it. I I kind of see it from his point of view. It, it got a little. Weird. Like he, well, he, his point of view is that he doesn't want to be called a, he doesn't want to be called a boy. Yeah. And all right. But I see, I'm not sure he's even seen this. It, it got a little, it got a little, for the first, I've never seen, never seen like an insult or ball busting get to this weird place that it got to with Ben. And I actually, uh, I, I support him. If he doesn't, if he wants to shut that down, I'll, I'll do everything I can to help him with that. Um, and uh Yeah. I, yeah. I, again, I, I'm hypersensitive to any sort of bully type accusation type shit, and it, it's a lot. So, changed I, my mind. I, before, I agree. But for real, before we came into this conversation, I in my head, I'm going, dude, Ben, don't be a freaking sissy. I mean, dude, it's a nickname. It started because of a joke. It's a show. You know, you can't like Roca had said. You know, you can't pick your own nickname until you've earned the right to do that. And, and, but I mean, I don't know the way you just laid that out. You've changed my mind and yeah, it, I mean, you just made a lot of sense. I, That's right, baby. Den. Den for <laughs> life, baby. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there was a point where I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said bagel boy to him and just the way it was said, it clicked in my head and I was like, okay, I get it now. I get what he's saying. Like when the, when I, I think it was the emphasis on the like bagel boy. Like, and what he explained about it being kind of uh, like uh, diminutive, I I get it, I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kate, Kate and I were talking. We had a, more than one conversation about this over the weekend. Like, we really need to help get rid of this whole fucking bagel boy thing. <laughs> like, yeah. like I like I was I was done with it a while ago, mm -hmm. and um, 
it's yeah. Uh, and look, I like the bus balls, but mm-hmm. if it's not fun for the person hearing it, then it's not fun anymore. And um, so that's where I stand. And um, I stand next to the again everyone on the den. I'm going to blindly yeah. defend them viciously. There you go. And Ben is no exception to that, of course. That's the way it should be, man. So, and and it sounds like they've got a great gimmick planned for him too, with the bandit and and ripping off his competitors' yeah. uh, bits and shit. I think that's really fucking great. That is. In fact, I'm gonna. I think I should take Ben under my wing. Like I've always wanted a. <laughs> and I think <laughs> me and Goddard. I, I feel like this is like a gift I've been given. Like he's on my team. I could show them the way, and and. Yeah, yeah, there's other things to steal aside from bagels, and I can help him with that. <laughs> I could be a real boon to his uh, whole thing. You could up his yeah. operation, you know. Oh, for I'll, sure. I'm a little, I'm a little bigger than bagels. Mm-hmm. And by uh, the way, the guy's got the guy's got like. I was fucking talking to Paul Denuzio about that. The guy's got like four inches on me. Yeah, <laughs> he's like really. He's like, yeah, like I'm five nine. Like he's, I've called him my little brother. <laughs> so wait, how? Wait, hold on, Ben Goddard. Is that who? How tall is he? He's tall. He's not. He's 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 got some height on me, and I'm five nine, so I'm not tall. I'm not short. I mean, he's uh, granted he's always sitting in a chair, but he doesn't look that tall on the show. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's 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 like he's noticeably taller than me. So, oh wow. Although that doesn't mean shit. My fucking (laughs) one of my best friends on earth is six seven. He looks like an offensive tackle for the Jets. And his brothers are five three and five five. Kick his wow. fucking ass every day. Every oh, day. <laughs> five five foot five guy smacking around a six foot seven guy. I've seen it. It's hysterical. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think Matt Sarah uh cares much about his uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh so speaking of nicknames for a second, have obviously you can't give anything away, but have there been talks about what your nickname end up might be uh, might end up being in the Schmodown? Yeah, it's Saul. That's it. <laughs> you're just, you're just gonna, you're just, will yeah, Christian no. let you just do Saul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, else you, what, what else? What else do you need? I mean, oh, like I mean, a, does anybody else not have a nickname? It's not really my department, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. It's just me. I'm Saul. Like that's that's all. Uh-huh. Be. And, um, yeah, I don't even know. Just wait. Right before you walk out behind yeah. from behind the curtain, Christian will just give you a nickname yeah. on the spot, and we'll all get to see that look on your face. Like, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Call me crazy. Uh, I just don't see it cutting that way. Oh, your nickname is crazy then. Saul Crazy. <laughs> see, that's already implied by saying it's Saul. So, I mean, it's not. <laughs> I guess the name sort of speaks for itself. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's like Madonna or Beyonce. It's, you know. <laughs> you just, no, okay. No, you know what? I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take us a little bit off the rails here for a second because oh, uh, with Matt, Sarah, and UFC, I was just wondering: Did you happen to watch the uh, the Cowboy and Connor uh, fight? I, I did. Yes. And what did you think, dude? Oh, I was so fucking relieved. I was just so stressed. I was like, I'm a really big Connor. Believe it or not, I'm a really. If you know what I look like, I, I right. I'm a, I'm a big. It doesn't surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise that I'm a big Connor fan. But look, Connor. But like Donald Cerrone is no fucking joke. No, not at all. That, that's a bad human being, and I don't envy anyone who's got to stand across from him. 
Gage. And uh, I I was nervous about the fight um, because, uh, you know, you just don't know where Connor's head is at. The last time we saw him in a cage, we fucking know where his head was at. Yeah. He splattered over, you know, everywhere but in that cage. And then um, I kept picturing, that, like, I kept picturing, like, I, I wanted to say Connor was going to win. But that I could just I kept seeing that fucking that shin bone bouncing off his temple and him going out forever, right? And and then I watched the weigh in live, and I watched the weigh in and like during the press conference they were like they were paying each other respect and it was like, and even Connor said like I'm not I'm not changing my act it's just this is how I interpret Donald Cerrone this is what this is what I'm getting from, like, mm-hmm. and I completely understand that certain people bring out certain things in you. You know, Jose Aldo very obviously brought out something very different in Conor McGregor. Um, uh, Habib also brings out something very different. Donald Cerrone's impossible not to like. He's impossible yeah. not to like. So that's what – so, like, I'm watching the press conference and I'm thinking, all right, maybe – you know, all right, I want to believe him that he hasn't changed. And then I watched the weigh-in, and they when they got nose-to-nose, Cerrone tried to crack a joke, and McGregor just looked at him like – no, motherfucker! It's still me in here, and that's when I went. I almost put, I almost put money down on McGregor, and then I realized how much I would have to put down to win money. And I just yeah. immediately went, "He's done. He's going to kill him. He's going to kill Cerrone." And uh, unfortunately, that's uh, what happened. Yeah, I, I've never seen anyone use their elbows like that, or they're not their elbows, their shoulder like that. I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I I was immediately the next day. I was at the gym with a heavy bag. Attempting to figure out how to fuck to do that, <laughs> trying to figure out how to throw. I've, 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 I've shoulder butted people by accident grappling, mm-hmm. but I've never in my life, all the time, I, all the rounds I've sparred, I've never once thought like, fucking tie up and fucking jack him in the face. And I do, I do Muay Thai, which is not a fucking martial art that you know is very precious. Like I, I'm like my whole. I was just thinking my whole life I could have been fucking throwing elbows into people's fucking domes. <laughs> I fucking uh, shoulders into people's domes. I feel like I missed all these opportunities, but uh, like I immediately I started trying to work it into drills. I'm still not there yet, but I, I have faith I'm going to get there. Yeah, in in that Macy Barber fight too, man. I I thought before it started, I was sitting there, no doubt she was going to kick the shit out of the other girl, but that that didn't end up happening either. So, I mean. You know, at the one point, she's she's hovering over the other girl, and she's there's just blood pouring out of her fucking head. And I'm standing there like, how is she still conscious? How is she still even attempting to fight here? It was unreal, man. And those some of those broads are so damn tough. I, I can't believe it. And I was saying a couple weeks ago, I did a solo episode here in. I would be terrified uh, to date one of those girls because I would be afraid that I would piss her off, and that would be the it for that would be the end for me, dude. <laughs> How much would you have to piss off one of these chicks for her to go full fucking full bore on you, Jay? I don't know. <laughs> look at what they do in that ring, dude. In that cage, who the fuck knows? I could just look at her wrong. I don't. I don't think I don't they throw that into the bedroom, Jay. I don't think that. <laughs> I think that's work stuff. I think that's work stuff, bro. I think they they do that at work and then they go home and then they're just normal people, you know. I don't think they I don't think they fucking flex on their mates. Well, I mean, I would hope not too, but you just I mean, just knowing that my girlfriend could completely fucking destroy me if she wanted to for any reason, that would make me sleep with one eye open perhaps. Jay, maybe not physically, but every woman I've ever been with 
completely confident could destroy me if I, they wanted to. Every woman <laughs> I've ever been with, I've dated some pretty formidable. I've dated some pretty formidable chicks. Uh, they all oh, have tricks. And uh, in fact, I don't think I would ever. I don't think I could date a woman that I didn't think could destroy me if she wanted to. <laughs> That's the natural order of things. <laughs> I like your style, sir. <laughs> Thanks. I'll show you the scars one day. <laughs> we'll have to have ourselves a Jaws moment. Yeah. Where are you guys located, Adam? Um, I'm in Ohio, uh, just uh, maybe about 45 minutes outside of Dayton. Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm a, I'm in Maryland. I'm about oh, half an, Maryland, yeah. yeah, I'm about half an hour from Baltimore, an hour from DC. I'm kind okay. of in the middle of those two. Do you have a Waffle House near you? I don't think so. Oh, well, oh what, what a shame! Yeah, oh, exactly. I, I would kill for a Waffle House. <laughs> we got them around here for sure. Son of a bitch! Yeah, cherish cherish them. Cherish them every time you see them. <laughs> Is is Prince Street Pizza really as good as Christian says? Have, if you've had it, is it as good as he says it is? It's, look, look, listen. Harloff with the Prince Street. He's a fucking obsessed. I love, <laughs> I love Harloff. Um, but Prince Street is good. It's very good. It's not what I think of when I think of fucking New York pizza. It's just not what I think of. I think if you're grabbing a slice, you want to go to Joe's on Bleecker, which there's three of them in the city, and there's a fake Joe's in Chelsea. It's not the same Joe's. They're pretty good too, but. You want Joe's on Bleecker. If you want, if you want the best pizza in New York, the best pizza in New York is not by the slice. You want to go to a place called Grimaldi's. It's literally directly under the Brooklyn Bridge on the Brooklyn side, or it's also in Chelsea on Sixth Avenue and Twentieth Street. That's the best pizza in New York. But again, Joe's they do they do it by the slice. You can just walk in and buy a slice or two and eat it at the counter. That's the traditional New York way. But the best pizza overall in New York is a place called Grimaldi's. Prince Street's very good. I don't think it. I don't fucking think it's the best. Have you had that conversation with uh, with Christian many times? Uh, no, I don't think we. I don't think we've, we've we haven't broached that yet. He seems very no. passionate. About it. Well, You'll when when, when, when we promote this show, I'll be sure and put that in the tweet so that he knows that uh, that you have a different opinion on the pizza places in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll go over well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the commit. Well, no, he's not the commissioner. He is. Uh, what's his title exactly? Chairman. Uh, Chairman. Grand, Grand Poobah. I think it's Grand, Grand Poobah. I think he's Grand yeah. Admiral. I think is yes, he's Grand Admiral Thrawn of the Schmodown. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! We're, um, gonna him, we're gonna get him a uniform for this season. <laughs> oh, you! <laughs> they really should. They should get him the uh, the Thrawn uniform. Oh, here's a question. Um, do you know? Uh, do you know? Uh, how involved the commissioner, which this season, at least this season, is Clark Wolf, which I'm really fucking excited for. I love, I just absolutely adore Clark. She's so great. Um, but do you know how much interaction the commissioner will have with the not just the managers, but the individual players? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I just, I just didn't know if there's been some group meeting and she's laid down the law of like, or maybe she will perhaps. I, I just, I don't know how all that inner working stuff works. And to be honest, I'm not really clear on on the difference between Christian and Clark's jobs. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know. Do you, do either of you guys know the difference between the commissioner and the and the the grand poobah? <laughs> I believe uh, the commissioner runs the more day to day kind of gets a kind of rolls her sleeves up a little bit more. 
where the chairman is sort of the main uh, decision maker. I think the commissioner uh, is kind of underneath the chairman with more direct involvement in matches and um, teams and such, I believe. So Christian, will Christian have to approve, or, and this is all my, me asking what you, what you think. Um, would Christian have to approve everything before Clark could do it? Or is it just like probably the big decisions and, and the, and the smaller things she would have control over? I believe it, it would probably mirror. Do you remember last season where Robert Meyer Burnett was running things and then Christian, he'd have to kick like things like the nuke. He had to kick up to Christian for. Yes. Yes. I believe yep. it. Would, I think I could be wrong. Uh, it, it will be similar to that though. I don't know for certain. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find out. I'm totally looking forward to this season. And uh, my, when I first started watching it, I, uh, it was the trivia that I was in, in it for, and then I, the very first time that I really realized, I know this sounds so stupid, but I thought the outlaw was really, I thought John Roca was the outlaw and the outlaw was John Roca because all I could see was the trivia aspect of it. When I realized that there were storylines was when, um, when Knapsack didn't show up for his team match when he was with Rachel Cushing and she she uh, did the match on her own and then we found out after that Ken had left was breaking up the team. That's when I realized there were storylines and I wasn't sold on it. But then as the as uh, time has gone, I'm really starting to get into the storylines now. It's it's a lot of fun and it takes me back to. The, the 80s when I was a little kid watching uh, WWF every weekend on Saturdays and whatnot. Um, but now I'm really excited that now the sports aspect of it is coming into play, um, especially the draft, because I'm not familiar with, uh, with fantasy drafts and all this kind of stuff. I don't know how drafts work at all. So this was my first taste of it. But I just I love the sports aspect of it now, and it's like a fucking perfect storm. Really going to be great. Looking forward to this season, and really excited that you've uh, that, that you've joined up with it, and you're going to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm a part of it now in this way. And um, it's been a it's been a fascinatingly strange journey in a wonderful way. And um, I hope I hope I get to keep it going for a long time. Oh yeah, we do too. We do too, and uh, we thank you very much for joining us, man. This is awesome. Thanks for for your time, especially. I know you had you had said you know you're you're watching movies every night and you're training and getting ready. So, uh, good luck on that. We would love to have you back anytime. Um, I mean, you can ask us if we don't ask you soon enough. Just tell us, hey man, I want to come on. You have an you have uh, an open pass, man. Open invitation. Um, but well, you said you don't have any social media, uh, so you don't have any to plug, but that leads me to a question real quick. Are you going to start social media now, at least a Twitter since you're a competitor or is that even a conversation that Christians had with you? Oh, about me getting social media. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, not, that's not happening ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, no, you got probably be a smart fucking, choice. I feel like, listen, I see. I feel like I see sick people and I'm the only one who's healthy and you guys want me to fucking take the poison. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 
Um, yep, I feel you. I feel th- this show is the only reason. Starting this stuff is the only reason I jumped on Twitter in the first place. So I get you. It's it's a crazy world out there. Very toxic. Yeah, there's no. I I think probably social media is probably the worst place on earth to ever communicate anything. And um, I'm I'm more interested in actually corny, but I'm I'm more interested in like uh, I like connecting with people in a different way. And I don't think you can connect in 120 characters. I think you can kind of, mm-hmm. you can make statements. You can, you can make affirmations of like who you are and like, but you can't, I don't know that you can connect with anybody. I'm interested in like, this is great. What you guys are doing right here, like a podcast, what, what SEN is doing, what Collider Live used to do. That's great. You get to sit and, and, and unfurl things and unpack them. And um, I just the idea of going onto a Facebook or, or taking pictures of my fucking lunch every day, like, oh fuck yourself, like I don't got time. For that. And and, <laughs> and and I don't know. And like, look, I'm, I, I was goofing around when I said you're all sick. I'm like, no, no, you're not sick. Like everyone does it. I know I'm the, but uh, I'm just gonna have to keep being the weird one because I don't. Uh, I just don't think it's a good idea. Uh, if Christian came to me and said, you know, we want you to get on TikTok or Friendster or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, now I want to see you on TikTok, man. What is, I would I get TikTok if you were on TikTok. What is what? I don't even really. I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. I have no Song idea. Song by Kesha, isn't it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, maybe I, I will get on it. I don't know. I have I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is there's like there's music, and and my little sister loves it. But uh, Saul, if you get a TikTok, I'll I'll follow you on TikTok. Wait, isn't TikTok owned by the Chinese government. I'm not fucking around. Like, it, I, I don't know. I think that, I think it really is, and it's come oh, out that they're doing that they're spying and fucking around with people and stuff. Of course doing they are. Yeah. Oh, well, no, dude, every not China. Platform. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, there's a shocker. <laughs> the fucking people who put fucking poison in our kids' toys. Like, yeah. Why would they? Why would they steal your fucking? <laughs> oh, dude, they're going to start shipping uh, Chinese citizens with the corona alcohol drinking virus right, out okay. around the world and, and make alcoholics of every fucking body. Alcoholics. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but yeah, um, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's I mean, the coronavirus. Is that you guys <laughs> seen the commercial sitting on the beach with the corona? You know. Uh, oh, is that what that is? I was confused. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Well, but, when you um, have to explain it, you know you failed the joke. <laughs> no, I, I, I got where you're coming from, Jay. It's very clever. Appreciate it. But, uh, <laughs> I don't need your condescending sympathy <laughs> and support. <laughs> but, uh, to, to answer your question, it's a big no on the social media. Um, yeah, I just but, didn't on, know. But wait, hang on. I think I am on social media. You fuckers got me on the Discord today. <laughs> Oh People, shit! Is this considered yeah. social media? I don't know. It better not be. Um, it, well, I don't <laughs> think it is. I think you're safe. What about eBay? eBay's not social media, right? Because I I like eBay. Um, no, but Craigslist <laughs> is. So okay, Craigslist is. Which one do you get later? This one time, <laughs> I met this. I met this married couple nah, on Craigslist. You know what? No, let's wrap it up, Wade. <laughs> that I won't tell the story, but but I will say I really did no bullshit met a married couple on Craigslist and I went to their house for the three-way but it did not happen and it was absolute insanity. <laughs> Wait a minute. You fucking close with this? Yeah. You, you're trying to wrap this up? And you go, <laughs> why, why didn't it happen? Uh, 
You already okay. started, Wade. Okay. I, okay. I, I mean, I got there and everything was cool. I have social anxiety anyway, so I was already a little bit on edge. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So um, I get down there and we're just sitting on the couch hanging out. We may or may not have, uh, you know, partaked in something to loosen the mood a little bit. And uh, we're, we're sitting there and after a little bit, their front door was open. It was summertime and they had the screen door. And we there's just this knock on the door and this voice yelling and I see – uh, their, their neighbor from across the street, uh, he's a Mexican fella and could barely speak English. He was a nice guy, but he was, he was Mexican and could barely speak English. Is this going to come he, a four way? No. Uh, <laughs> and he, he brought over a big bottle of tequila and him sure? and the, and the guys, <laughs> I know it's a stereotype, but that's, that's what it was. It really was. Okay. Um, but it was an unopened bottle and this guy's wife and their neighbor were the only ones drinking, and it was mostly her, and they drink the, the entire bottle in like 45 minutes. So I'm there for a three-way. I'm already anxious, like I'm having a panic attack. Then this, this other person comes in that I can't really understand and I've never met before, so that put me more on edge. Then she is wasted drunk. Okay, so the, the, the breaking point was her husband got up to go. Well, also, also I didn't know this till I got there, but all four of their kids were there and upstairs and asleep. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was, it was all crazy. And, but her husband got up to go to the kitchen, and uh, she was standing up taking shots with their neighbor. And then, like, she take, she's getting frisky. And with her, she starts to get frisky with her neighbor and like puts his head into her cleavage, right? Mm-hmm. And he and and at first I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is going to turn into a four way. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but he pulled away and was like, no, 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 because we've been talking. He has a family and a wife and kids and shit across the street, and they're all friends together. So he's like, no, no, you know. So then she comes and she sits on my lap. And then she sits next to me and she starts to rub my lap area. And the guy, the Mexican guy freaks out and he's like, no, get up, get up. And he's, he's taking my hand and pulling me up off the couch. And that was it for me. My anxiety went through the roof. I looked, I looked at every, in, in her boy, uh, the husband came back into the living room from the kitchen and I just looked at everybody and I go, I got to go. I'll, you know, I'm like, I got to go. I will talk to you guys later. And I just walked out and right behind me was the Mexican neighbor. And he's like, he's like, uh, I turned around and I just, I go, thank you. Because I just, yeah. I really needed to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and I think and he, he saved it was you. just great. It was really weird, dude. Really, really weird. And so this is your argument in favor of social media. <laughs> oh, um, damn it, Saul. <laughs> right, well, well, I mean, if you want to have a good story to tell people a couple years later, yeah, sure. Oh, trust me. I, I, I have the calamities that I've been fucking endured. I have plenty of stories. I have a stories for a lifetime. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need assistance in looking like a jackass. Trust me. <laughs> well, it was still fun. 
it, it was fun to hear about if it makes you feel yeah, better. It, it was an experience, that's for sure, um, and one that I've never attempted to repeat again so with not just them but anybody. I'm just like, nah. But any, now I'm now I'm going – it just hit me, and Sean's probably sitting there like, it just hit you, dude. It just hit me that I said on a podcast that I met a married couple – on Craigslist. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. realized that's what you said? Yeah, I mean, Tinder or something like that. Yeah, but like, it just hit me. I'm like, I just put it on blast. It was Craigslist. I should have fucking lied and said Tinder. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, on that note, Sean, you got a, you got a show to start here in about 30 minutes uh, to start recording. Uh, so why don't you give us, uh, give us your plugs uh, for your social media and let us know what's going on and everything. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Uh, you guys can listen to the podcast I do with Mike and Sarah beyond the screen where we just talk about movie stuff and TV stuff and, and whatever's going on. We have fun with it. Uh, at some point I'm going to get weighed on the power Rangers podcast that Mike and I do. Yes. I swear I'm going to get on there. I at want to bad. At some point. We've had almost everybody else on. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody's liked it yet. But there we go. <laughs> David B has been on like three times and he hates it. So I don't know why he keeps coming back. But he does. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've got going on. You have, David, you have David B hate watching you live? <laughs> yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of funny. Maybe I'll start listening. <laughs> yeah we david b's great we've had him on on a, several of our show or a couple at least three of our different shows here uh many times he's he's dude just such a fucking pleasure talk about getting off the off the tracks sean and david b together <laughs> and we are never going to talk about what what we intended to it just doesn't happen yeah we have fun <laughs> yeah it's all fun I got to I got to hang out with David for like a minute uh, last uh, in December in LA. He's a great guy. He actually messaged yeah. me on this Discord thing. I don't know how to fucking I stare at that <laughs> thing. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I, I guess I, I'll take a look at it. But people because people are actually on this thing because I over the weekend people were saying I didn't know you were on Discord. I'm like I don't even kind of know I was on Discord. <laughs> and then um, so I think there's a lot of people running around here, but I don't I don't know how to engage with anyone. So uh, I guess just I'll just do your podcast from time to time and that's how you can hear me on discord <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll i'll give you some instructions here over the weekend i'll type up some instructions on how you can easily contact some people if you want to there's chicks on here somewhere right like oh, yeah. emma fife's on here dude don't you fucking lie to me jay i'm not lying to you i'm not I, dude she's on here i interviewed her on here yeah really yeah. yeah, we interviewed yeah, her right we, before Jedi Council started on. Uh, after- yeah, we've uh, we've had Kate and Winston on. We've had uh, uh, Kevin Smets, Emma Five, Paul Preston. Um, we've had quite a few Schmodown folks on. Uh, hell, uh, one I'm really proud of. Kaylin and I interviewed Katie Sackoff for this show here. That was fucking really great. Oh, that's cool. Um, did you oh, say that, did you did you say you had Roca on? Yes, yes, we, we did. did. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> yes yes oh, right, yes we well, did well, i guess uh all right Sometimes is there a little I... something brewing here with you and roca john roca yeah <laughs> the outlaw no 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 earl roca oh fucking oh i guess um no john's great i um 
John and I like to tease each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it on SEM. Oh, do you want to hear a funny Roka story? Yes, absolutely. Please do. <laughs> All right. So, like, I may have just – so, like, whenever I used to call into Collider Live, like, I would have, like, bullet points of, like, what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and I, I, I successfully talked about what I wanted to talk about, like, three percent of all my call like i literally think <laughs> one call i actually managed to ask a question i want so like one time i was just for fucking i don't even know why i just was in a fucking mood i just teed off on roca i just started saying <laughs> like oh i was busting on makuga's balls about like him not being on movie talk anymore and i was like it's like makuga i turn in the movie talk every friday because they advertise you're on it and then i'm staring at fucking roca like what's going on like <laughs> I, I, I can't have it right so i'm just teasing like it wasn't anything for so when I'm in, I go to Collider Live October, and um, the show is about to start. And I walk through the offices, and um, people were, some people were, I ever, not negatively, but people were like, Saul, like, what is Saul doing here? Like, this is kind of <laughs> weird. Like, the people who knew where I, where I were. And John Roca gets up from his desk and beelines it into the booth while hanging out with Cody and Alex. He beelines it in. And I'm like, here we go. And he sticks his hand out. He's like, you're Saul, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I really like what you do. He gives me a big handshake and he pats me on the back. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm just here for the last show. And he's like, oh, it's really cool that you came in. And he, he patted me on the back. And I look at Cody and Alex. I go, I can't believe how much of a pussy I am. Roka just completely won me over. <laughs> like completely. I'm now the biggest John Roka fan ever. I can't believe how easily I can be manipulated. <laughs> so, month, so like. At, so I'm at Spectacular, right after he win, after they win their match, they defend their title, and he, it was the mm-hmm. bronchitis match. I'm in the lobby, and he's like on cloud ten, and he sees me, and he fucking bear hugs me, like he bear hugs me. He goes Saul, and he mm-hmm. bear hugs me, and we had this big moment, and I'm like, oh, that was fucking incredible, and it really was. Ro- that was that I voted for moment of the year, Roca coming out with the entrance of the year, whatever the fuck it was. I, I voted yeah. for Roca. And we had this big bear hug, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "Oh, you came out for that." And he's like, "We had a we had a brief interaction." So in my head, I think Roka and I are like pals. Like I get along <laughs> with John. John and I oh, yeah. are like, "Hey, don't mm-hmm. badmouth Roka. I'm a big Roka fan. Fuck with me, right?" So fucking, he's like his first time he's on SEN. Uh, I forget why I get mentioned, and that motherfucker is like, "Saul, Saul, who the fucking caller? You're letting him <laughs> go down?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You." Motherfucking sandbagging <laughs> prick! I can't fucking believe I fell for this trap, and that is John Rowe. He completely, he completely. That was perfect the way he strung me along like that. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, thank, dude. That that's a great way to end the show, man. Thank you for taking us out on that note. And and uh, and like I said before, we love having you on, and you're welcome back again anytime. Um. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on the Twitter, you can do so at jwade1134. That's the letter J, W-A-D-E-1134. You can also check out this show and others on the Merc with a Movie blog feed on Anchor and all your podcasting platforms. You can find these shows also on YouTube at Merc with a Movie blog. And uh, also go to uh, com. Check out some articles and stuff that our producer and creator of this uh, this blog, Josh, has written up. Um, also, definitely want to plug his show, Talking Smowdown. He works; he does good work on that. Uh, and if you want to follow, well, not if you want to, you better follow uh, Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. 
that'll do it for us uh, this week, guys. Thank you, Saul. Thank you, Sean. And uh, everybody out there, be safe. Have a great week.